This episode is brought to you by the Witty and Gritty 5-Minute Mini Journal. It's centered around Ephesians 6, 10-18, known as the Armor of God. Once you download this freebie, over the next 7 days, take a few minutes each day and dive into what the Armor of God is and why it's important to Christians in their daily walk. You can find this at wittyandgritty.blog. We'll link it in the show notes. Welcome to the Witty and Gritty Podcast, where we believe that lifelong learning and relentless determination are essential to developing your passions and reaching your goals. Here to help you along the way are the hosts of the show. Take it away, ladies. Hey, y'all. I'm Brooke. And I'm Farron. As educators and high achievers, we're passionate about providing our listeners with effective strategies to help navigate life's obstacles and reach your goals sooner. Join us as we break down credible research that gives you a fresh perspective and challenges your limiting beliefs. Laugh and grow as we share personal anecdotes and interviews from people that have demonstrated what it takes to be successful. By implementing these practices, you will develop your unique skill set and learn how to better serve your community. Get your mind right. And enjoy this time designed just for you. (laughs) Episode 137 of Gangster Prayer by Autumn Miles. And this is the last episode of the actual book study portion. What do you have to say about that Farron who's eating a cookie right now? Look, can you guys <laughs> tell that I have cookie in my mouth? Do you remember hiding gum in your mouth in school? You know, I wasn't really a gum chewer. Let me tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please do. Okay, well I guess now I'm not a gum chewer. Um, TMJ, y'all, that hurts. But there was a, a game we were playing. It was at Austin College, soccer game. I was running... I was running back to cover, and because uh, you know how, like, if your midfielder goes up, you're going to cover yeah. your girl and her girl until she can track back. Anyway, and so I remember turning and running and choking on my gum. No! Because, <laughs> well, you want to have something to, like, wet your whistle, because it's a 1,000 degrees in Texas in the heat of September. It's pretty awful. And so I'm, like, running down the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> And then I finally was able to swallow it. Yeah. I was going to ask which No way goals did were it go. scored, so it was great. But then I said, wow, that is the last time I ever play, like, do something with action with gum in my mouth. Wow. See, I would have said that, but then done it again the next day. <laughs> no, I remember having to, like, always hide gum. We had lots of teachers that were strict about... Like, and so I can chew without, like, from, if my mouth is closed, you can't tell I'm chewing, and I can have places in my mouth where I hide it, but also got, like, cavities in the Mm, same spot. You know? So. Worth it to have gum. Golly, I do love some Cavities and choking. Altoids. My dad got. Altoids, yeah. He never got cavities, and then he, like, had a whole thing of altoids and had, like, seven. I don't know. What? That might be an exaggeration. It might have been, like, six, but. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, oh man, all that to say, chapter study, 13. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the good news is, folks, if you're still listening, that <laughs> you haven't tuned out, <laughs> that after the book study portion, we get into the interviews, and in our lineup, we have the Autumn Miles. Yay! Hooray! Oh, guys, it's awesome. Okay, but let's maybe we should start. Okay, Should we yeah. start? Let's, let's, let's. Okay. It's going to be chapter 13 through... 14. 14. <laughs> through those easy. two chapters. Let's and see that's if we can... closes. <laughs> let's see if we can get through them. <laughs> chapter 13 is titled, Expectant, Not Doubtful. Fight the lie. God might let me down, so I shouldn't expect anything from him. Boo. 
Oh, man, that just killed the mood. I know. Man, we were having such a good time. <laughs> good news, it's a lie. Oh, yeah, so, that's right. That's right. God's never going to let you down. Yes. Isn't that great? It the is The one fantastic. thing that's never going to let you down. I like in this chapter, and she's re- um, referenced it in a couple other chapters, but that the breath of God can breathe life into anything. And she right. gives lots of examples, including literally people that have come back from the dead, but also... Um, People that weren't able to conceive, and so breathing life back into them and them able to have kids of their own. So that's pretty powerful. Yeah, and she has, again, remember she has anecdotes throughout her whole, this whole book, which is really great. But there's one, this story, her brother, motorcycle accident, was going to, the doctor said, you're going to be paralyzed in your right arm forever. But he's this worship leader, guitarist, been in albums, I mean... What to get that kind of diagnosis? It's that's like a game ender. Yes. So again, it's that whole mentality of not being doubtful. So, um, like Brooks said, he was in a terrible situation and things looked grim. Mm-hmm. But and you you have a choice in how you react. You might not be able to control those circumstances, but you get to decide your posture. Right, and their posture was prayer. Yep. And so Autumn talks a lot in her book about how God's given me a verse or God's given me some scriptures or God's given me a word or whatever. And she answers that question. We ask her that question in her interview, like, okay, what do you mean? Yeah, please. (laughs) But in here she talks about God wanting her to pray the Ezekiel 37. And if you haven't read Ezekiel 37, all I got to say, man, is zombies. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Zombies in the Bible. What, what? (laughs) I'm not reading it. That is my reoccurring nightmare. Well, she said, go back and read it. And so I was like, no, Autumn, I can't. Let me just read that. And obviously I need to study more because in her book she says that Ezekiel has a vision. But when you just pick up and read chapter 37, it's talking about, like it just goes right into it. So then you're like, wait, zombies? Is this really happening? Like bones? And then it is very specific about like ligaments and muscles and skin and everything. And you're like, what? Anyway, so if you're into it, Ezekiel 37. Sorry if you guys are eating while How's that cookie? listening to this. I keep picking it up to put it in my mouth. And then... Let me ruin it. I'll do that for you. You're welcome. I like that she defines expectation, though. Yes. She says expectation is not just believing the thing will happen, but watching for it. And I love that. Yeah, she encourages us to train our mind to watch for God and expect to see that he's going to do what he says he's going to do. Right, like if you and Jesus have been talking, he's like, yeah, this thing is coming. She also mentions later on, like, you have to let go of your timeline, and let mm. go of the how it happens, like, because obviously his way is better than our way. So if we're thinking, hey, well then, we're just going to do this right now, and we've talked about this in all these other chapters, yeah. but it's been really cool to see you have to surrender the how and the, and the when, and yeah. then it eventually happens. I mean, if it's been promised to you. Yeah, I think that that's the recurring theme. Uh, the timeline and the control. Yeah. And I think the reason those come up is because those are probably the two most that people struggle with. Right. Or you feel like you have the most control over. Like, you can control as much as you can or try to, like, manipulate a situation where you're controlling something. Or you can schedule your time. So that's another control aspect. So that's a good point, Baron. Well, thank you. That's why you've included me on this show. <laughs> to eat cookies. Podcast co-hosts. We are together in this. 
Oh my goodness. I I also love just her biblical references. You mentioned this earlier, but I mean, just of the going back and thinking about David and Goliath and everyone is afraid to go fight Goliath. And he, David's like, y'all, do you realize like what team we're on? Let's go. And he picks up some rocks and then there we go. So even if we, you just gotta, it's so hard to remind yourself of those stories because then you're like, wait, but my situation's different or my metaphorical giant is something that cannot be beaten or whatever. So again, going back to, like you said, faith and then praying expectantly and being excited about it. I don't remember if it was this book series or another, but it's worth repeating. Yes. I love how Jesus, whenever he healed somebody, he always phrased it as your faith has saved you. Yes. And so I think that there were plenty of people that didn't approach Jesus or may have touched a garment but they weren't in faith. I mean, I right. don't know. This is not mentioned in the Bible. Okay. <laughs> in the book of Book of Farron. <laughs> in the book of Farron. It of says that this young person was like, Well, I'll give it a try, but it probably won't work. And guess what happened? Mm-hmm. It didn't because no. they lacked that faith piece. So Yeah, just if you can go back and what if you did have that faith element added to it. Like, I know I'm supposed to pray about this situation. I know I'm supposed to do everything I can do about this situation. But if you're missing the faith piece, it's almost like the key that unlocks everything else. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think of times that I had that posture and he showed up anyways. Yeah. And I think he does that to build your confidence in him. That's true. But... It's instances like those that if I will stop and reflect and be honest with myself, yeah. that it actually grows my faith. So, like, specifically, when I changed school districts very early on in my career, I mean, I told God, if I get hired here, great, but if not, I'm never teaching again. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think you mentioned that a couple episodes ago. <laughs> how childish is that, right? But <laughs> My way or the highway, Jesus. And everybody around <laughs> me was telling me it was impossible, but, you know, had I, you know... Pursued the open door. You know what? He gave me that job, and it was really a miracle. Well, and sometimes when you pursue the, God gives you the door, like, hey. And then we talked about, like, do I knock the door down? Do I, like, open (laughs) the door, get the door shut? But I think also God honors those moments where you're like, okay, it is a crazy idea to apply, but, you know. The worst that can happen is nothing, right, in that situation. So, But I think without reflection, it wouldn't have been as meaningful oh for sure and part of that reflection is being honest with myself that I wasn't as confident and I wasn't thinking mm-hmm. I was getting it and he showed up for me anyway so right so moving forward now you know like, yeah he's come through all these times so there's a couple of verses in here so second corinthians four eighteen, she says well the bible says but she's quoting the bible so we fix our eyes not on what is seen but on what is unseen since what is seen is temporary but what is unseen is eternal so again going back to that element of faith and that's where you can focus and if you need that verse to call on I mean write it down put it on your wall do something another great verse is Hebrews 12 2 and it says to fix your eyes on Jesus the author and perfecter of faith so mm-hmm. I think a lot of times the timelines and the not being sure he's going to come through is because we're looking at people that are ahead of us or other people that have attempted and failed instead of putting our focus on him and our faith in that yeah she, there's a section where she talks about expecting from God versus human expectations, and we kind of touched on this already, but if you're that person who's like, okay, give me a man who is this height with 
this job and this. I mean, but you might not know what you need 20 years later, 30 years later, 50 years later. So if you can let go of some of some of that. Again, there are non-negotiables. I remember, I guess it was seventh grade, we were challenged to make a list of what we wanted in a spouse and then refine it as, as you matured in your faith. But, I mean, my top three were, like, a growing Christian. I didn't want, like, just a Christian. I would I wanted someone who was going to, like, chase after God. Big difference than, like, saved, I'm done. Saved, moving forward, let's, let's go crush it and be more like Jesus. And then, I don't remember, I guess my third one, but my second one was, like, funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> just be funny. If we can laugh and love Jesus, then, then we should be good. Man, I, I'm thinking if I would have made a list like that, it would not have been accurate. <laughs> well, you're, the seventh grade one is like stupid, but then as you get older, then you realize, oh, okay, this makes a little more sense as I'm maturing as a human. I think even the day of my wedding, had I made a list, it still <laughs> would not have been very accurate, but thank God that he was in control because he did good. Yes. Thank you, Jesus, for setting that up. You know, another point to touch on is to be open to how God answers your prayer. For sure. So it might not be the exact thing you're looking for, but um, it might be better. Yeah. And you don't even realize it. Mm -hmm. Um, Or it might look like, you know, crap. (laughs) But then you start working with it, and it's awesome. It's not crap at all. For sure. That's my after-hours vocabulary. (laughs) My mom's not going to like that at all. That's the one word she hates. Well, I mean, there's other words, but that one... It might look like dung. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That is funny. Yeah, that how piece. That's really hard. Obviously, that's a working point for me. End time. Both of those things we've touched on, I still struggle with. I feel like I'm... What's her name? Veruca... From Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and she's like, I want it now! Oh, yeah. Sometimes I'm like her. You are too, admit it, people. We all have a little bit of that, don't we? All right. Challenge to change. Ding, ding, ding. I feel like it's a... I was going to say. <laughs> what sound effect should that get? <laughs> I feel like that's inappropriate. That's more of like announcing... <laughs> Forgot about the symbol sound. <laughs> you know how some like DJs or some podcasters have like okay. the soundboard? We I, are just our own. <laughs> I am going to show you. I found the coolest DJ. Okay. Perfect. Anyways. Challenge to change. I feel like at the Friends episode. What is it? <laughs> You've been bamboozled. Uh, anyway. All right. Which one stuck out to you? Um, how about the first one? Great. Let me hear it. <laughs> When was the last time God delayed in answering your prayers? Uh, I think I mentioned this. Twelve years. I feel like, (laughs) oh my gosh, you know what? I just made the connection. Thanks, God, because I'm also a Harry Potter nerd. (laughs) I did my waiting. Twelve years of it in Azkaban. (laughs) Is that the connection? (laughs) Or were you just also referencing Harry Potter? That's really funny, but it has been twelve years, and then I'll officially be able to get to say, I did my waiting. Oh, yes. Plus, I really like Sirius Black, one of my favorite characters in the series. Anyway. I feel like we need to translate. Look at God. For people that are He had J.K. Rowling write this book (laughs) however many years ago. It's been at least 20 since the movies came out. I think when Autumn said his word, she meant the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) Not Harry Potter. (laughs) But whatever floats your boat. Oh, it's fine. Everything's fine. What about you? Yeah. 
well, I have this side hustle because, mm-hmm. you know, Witty and Gritty were rolling we're it gonna, in over here. Oh, yeah. Raking in the millions sure. of... Millions of... Sentiments. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are great. Yeah, you are. That's one for the bank. <laughs> um, I am doing a literacy endeavor, so... Move Mountains Literacy. Yeah, maybe you've heard of it. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> But I've felt frustrated in not having the time and energy to put into it. And all y'all are like, you need to do a time audit. Y'all say it all the time. I know. But, like, I moved. And that was daunting. And then the holidays. And then you hosted. You didn't just, like, move. You moved and then had to get had everything ready yeah (laughs) first I moved in the essentials and then had my daughter's birthday party Mm -hmm. like sleepover with eight girls that was not proud of you yeah anywho wah 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 but then like there were times (laughs) that I felt like why can't I seem to get anything done and then I just started hearing this word from autumn miles podcast as well just plugging that away but I just also heard like enjoy this time this slow time because things are gonna get busy yeah and so I was like well, okay then. I'm not then gonna I be won't. mad about it. I'm, I'm going to be active. Yes. But patient. You know, the Bible talks about rest, and people have a hard time. Me. With that, because they think it means do nothing. Mm-hmm. But the interpretation I've heard, and from the Book of Pharaoh, is <laughs> it's experiencing peace, peace in those moments. So it's yeah. not stopping of action, but it's an experiencing peace in the waiting. Yeah. So. And then it, and anticipating and being expectant and excited yeah. about it. Exactly. So that's where I find yeah. myself yeah. as this new year starts. And you know, like if God's given you this vision, you're pursuing it, you're doing all that. How exciting is it going to be when the light comes on? Well, and I've been praying about it. Like, am I going the wrong direction? And it's like, no, no, no. Just wait. Yeah, you are. Just wait. Wait for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so wait for it, Farron. Jeez Louise. Oh, well, now he said go. Oh, okay, great. Congratulations. I'm here to support you fully. <laughs> Tell me what I need to do. I'll be your intern. Oh, we'll for start $0. with email I list. I get you. Okay, I got you, girl. You know you've okay, been Okay, everyone, me. join Farron's Move Mountain Wait, email it's list. not there yet. It's not there yet, but we'll let you know <laughs> when it February? is there. How about, you know what? It's, what the, uh, yeah, in a couple weeks, it will be February. And from there... It might be up. Remind me to edit the show notes and put the link in. There we go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you already answered the one that I was going to ask you, which is recall that thing that you prayed for, and it has some other promptings, and you just answered that I'm with just what you said. an overachiever. You're reading ahead. Okay. Two for one. All right, so moving on. Chapter 14. Grateful, not entitled. Fight the lie. God's going to do what he's going to do, so there's no point in thanking him until it's all over. Man. I, that first part of it, God's going to do what he, what he's going to do. That is the truth part in that. Like, yes, his plan is going to come to fruition, but then that caveat there. So there's no point in thanking him or praying about it until it's happening or, you know, whatever. I'm just going to be like an ocean wave and just go wherever the wind takes me. That's not active at all. No. And I guess to this point lately, I've, again, just, Daily Audio Bible, that's one thing I've been doing. Autumn Mm -hmm. Miles Podcast, that's another one. Because we, again, like Brooke said, asked her this, but like how do you, how does a verse stick out to you or his word? And to me, it's the lens you're looking through that you'll see it. And so something that I've just picked up on lately is um, God giving me this passion. Like he knew that before I was born. Right. 
And so is he going to see this through or not? It's like, my whole life is a lie. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I would not have chose this for myself. I didn't want to choose this for myself. But girl needed a job out of college. (laughs) (laughs) I had to get the monies. It's just crazy how things I would not have chosen, God still, like, turned my path. So, yeah, he's going to do what he's going to do. But I do think it's going to align with your heart's desires. Right, and that's a thing that you can be actively praying for, too. Like, if I'm out of line, correct me and want me to want that. I want to want what you want. So it's like Terry Cobble where she's like, I want to want to read my Bible. (laughs) Some people don't want to, but they want to want to, and that's that's why you do the Bible recap, and that gets you to actually wanting to. Yeah, and full full disclosure on that, because I... I was talking to someone about yoga the other day, and it's like, I don't do it because I, like, want to, but when I stop, I've noticed how awful my body feels. Yeah. <laughs> and so, sometimes, Mid-30s. I'm like, man, yeah, the day's almost gone, and I haven't gotten into his word, and <laughs> but man, if a couple <laughs> days go by, I realize, like, my mood's mm-hmm. different, my enthusiasm, my drive, everything's off. Yeah. And so, sometimes... I'm not the most thrilled to do it, but like going to the gym, Mm -hmm. I always feel Mm -hmm. better afterwards. So, um, don't wait till you want to, you know what? So the way we didn't batch record this actual episode of recording. Now we recorded it a few weeks after we batch recorded all these other ones and update on the praying on the knees thing. I, so after having, what's that called? (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Continue. (laughs) Anyway, um, when I was pregnant with Rhett, it, I mean, all my pregnancies were thank, thankful, yay, thank you. But, man, my body took a toll on it. But my back, it's it still has not recovered. But what is interesting is after praying on my knees, so just, like, the different ways I would, like, be on my knees and then, like, on my elbows if I didn't want to, like, sit straight up and whatever. My back stopped hurting. Praise. It's like, look at God. Praise. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> anyway, happy byproduct. carrying on with this so yeah again god is going to do what he's going to do but if you're praying expectantly and excited about it you're also going to in turn know to look for it and be thankful about it and so this whole chapter is about being grateful instead of like well i know he's going to make this promotion happen so thanks and that's kind of like walking around snooty or he's going to do every once so i'm not going to care All that has that sense of entitlement, like you shouldn't care or you shouldn't be thankful about it. So this chapter kind of helps you refocus and how to start with a sense of gratitude. Yes, I always think of mean girls when I think (laughs) of the word entitled. And I don't think they thanked anybody for anything one time. So just having that attitude that they're getting something and they're expecting to get more Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. never... Never a shred of gratitude until maybe the end. And Autumn mentions this in her book about how we should start with Thanksgiving in our in our prayers, and there's biblical evidence to back that up. Um, but Mark Batterson also talks about thanking God for the things that he's already promised. So if, Farron, with your Move Mountains literacy, if he's given you that vision and that drive and that push towards that, you can start thanking God for the success of the business. Mm-hmm. Because he wouldn't, I mean, he, he wouldn't have led you to it to be like, Ah, it's like, I'm a bad gift giver. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's not going to happen. He's a good gift giver. Absolutely. All right, so again, this chapter has a lot of common themes, but it's kind of like if you didn't hear it the first time, maybe you'll hear it the second or the, or the 22nd. Which is, which is great. <laughs> yes. 
It's the quantum Zeno effect. That's right. Good job, Karen. <laughs> um, but there is one point that could have a different twist on it here at the end, and it says, God inhabits the praises of his people. And that just always makes me think of worship. Yeah. Praise and worship. And so some people, you might not be very comfortable with just freestyle, like a rap song, right? Yeah. Like just spitting some beats uh, with prayer. But uh, you could always start with worship. And yeah. it turns out a lot of worship songs are made up of scripture. So mm-hmm. you don't even realize it. You're learning scripture and praising God all at the same time. They're all founded in truth, which is even better because there's going to be times where you're going to, a song's going to pop in your head and you're like, yes, okay, these are truths I can hold on to. And they're backed here, here, and here in the Bible. So just like the Waymaker song where the course is like, Waymaker, yeah, he makes ways, miracle worker, yeah, promise keeper, yeah. So if you can just have that on repeat, you know that those are truths about God. So if you're not going to open your Bible and read it, or if you're not going to memorize scripture, just turn on like Bethel worship on Pandora and see what comes to you. I like to, she says that our prayers act as incense in the very throne room of heaven. So if you're not an incense or maybe essential oils or my um, Achilles heel is Bath and Body Works candles. <laughs> um, I think of that as like, have you ever received a compliment from someone and it just kind of makes you like uncomfortable? <laughs> like, no, no, stop it. No, I'm not. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Like, I like your mm-hmm. shirt. Oh, well, it has this hole under the armpit. You can't see, you know, mm-hmm. just, uh but then there's some people that, like, they give you a compliment and their word means so much to you that, like, I don't know, you could cry. Like, when your parents, like, say something super, like, we're so proud of you. Yeah. And so I feel like that's the feeling that God gets when we're offering her prayers and our worship. But who knows? I'll ask him someday. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask him right now. you got a direct line to him. Hey, God. You ready? Challenge to change? Let's do some changing. This is, the, this is the last one of the mini-series. Look at that. Okay, Farron, be honest. How many times a day do you truly thank the Lord in prayer? Okay. Oh, snap. So, <laughs> it's I getting mean, real. if it's just like a sentence, okay. probably three to five times a day. Okay. Like, thank you, God. I almost dropped my phone in the toilet, but mm-hmm. I didn't. <laughs> yep, yes. <laughs> Or I almost opened my mouth and unloaded on my kid, but I see what they're doing there. Mm-hmm. My bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, or that's a good one. typos lately. I'm like, <laughs> typos have oh, been the thing. man, I caught that one. Well, we, we caught that one. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Reread paragraph four, Farron. Huh? Oh. You <laughs> used a totally wrong word there. I meant to type card and I typed crap. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Betsy. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. All right, hit me with one. Okay, how about, did you realize how powerful Thanksgiving prayer is? I mean, it's come up a lot. Mm -hmm. Was that something you heard before? Is that new knowledge? So I think with our research with gratitude journaling, we have an amazing gratitude journal, by the way, that will also make you laugh, which is also good for you because it's an ab workout and lowers your cholesterol. So Where can they find this magical journal? 21 Kicks. We'll link it. So 21 Kicks Journals is our Instagram, but go to our website on Etsy. But we'll link it. Anyway, so... I think, and you know, so many, whatever, billionaire, millionaire, successful, whatever's, a lot of times they start out, they have a sense of gratitude and they also intentionally journal about being thankful for something. There are some people who will write five things down in their journal every day, or some people will wake up and say three things they're thankful for before their feet touch the ground. I mean, there's, however it works in your lifestyle, but 
I think there's so much power in being grateful and that's going to spill over to other pockets of life, not just with you to God. Like, thanks that I'm breathing again, but like when you see your kid pick up something or your spouse does something sweet for you, your mind is already gratitude-centered, so then it immediately goes to, hey, thanks for doing that. I see you. Yeah, you're creating a habit and doing it mm-hmm. like second nature. For sure. Oh, I think, I'm, I know I mentioned this earlier, but... I think it's starting to trend the whole idea of manifesting. And my frustration is Uh like, well, the Bible said it first. (laughs) (laughs) Manifesting is like giving thanks to God before it's happened. Before it's actually happening. Yeah. So (laughs) Weird. (laughs) Science catching up with the Bible finally. (laughs) Manifesting. You mean praying. You mean thanking God for the promises he's already given you. Great. Oh, and it's working. Weird. You can find so many examples of manifesting working. So if you need some encouragement, there you go. Uh, oh, man. Okay. This was such a good book. It was. And we're about to go into our interviews portions. So we're going to have three episodes, three interviews focusing on prayer. Yes. If you are new to this, they we interview people that live out the principles of the book. So we got to go. Let's go interview people. Woo. Bye. We help hardworking Christian women get the growth they want by giving them the tools they need in order to have more joyful lives. We love providing our Christian-based personal growth podcast to our listeners at no cost. If you are enjoying the content, please consider supporting our mission by donating to our Patreon. We're a small team creating the show for our community by researching, recording, and producing the episodes ourselves. Any amount is greatly appreciated. Your support will help offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you can receive exclusive access. For more details on specific membership tiers, visit our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash witty and gritty. We've included the link in the show notes.